Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Johnson Wax Program. Presenting Marion and Jim Jordan as Fibber McGee and Molly. and his orchestra open the show with The Camera Doesn't Lie. Every month of the year, thousands of listeners to this program buy Johnson's self-polishing glow coat by way of showing their loyalty to Fibber McGee and Molly. After these same people have once tried glow coat and have seen the new beauty it gives to their linoleum and floors, they one and all become enthusiastic and regular users. They're amazed to find how easy it is to keep linoleum clean and sparkling, how much time and effort is saved by using glow coat. This remarkable self-polishing liquid dries in 20 minutes and shines as it dries without rubbing or buffing. Glow Coat protects floors from wear, seals out dirt and germs, keeps linoleum looking like new. Here's a hot weather suggestion. Order Glow Coat tomorrow and let this easy-to-use self-polishing liquid beautify your floors for you while you sit back and watch. Glow Coat is spelled G-L-O hyphen C-O-A-T. Look for the attractive yellow can. Oh, yes, remember, you save money on the larger sizes. Well, sir, it's a great homecoming for the McGee's. Back from Hollywood to Wistful Vista and Ted Williams Orchestra. And here in the studio, putting on a gay and festive reunion with the band, we find Fibber McGee and Molly. Okay, quiet, please, everybody. Sorry to bust up the party, but we're on the air. Gee, it's great to get back with Ted and the boys, ain't it, Molly? Oh, it certainly is, McGee. Just wonderful. Yeah. And you can see the people in the audience out there just itching to ask us about Hollywood. Well, why don't you let them? That ain't a bad idea. We will. Folks, we're certainly glad to be back here in Wistful Vista. And I know you'll all be interested to know about our experiences in Hollywood. <clears throat> well, <laughs> you will when you hear about them. In the first place... Telegram, telegram for Mr. McGee. Telegram. Here, boy, I'll take it. Okay. Hey, can I stay in here and listen to the program? You one of our fans, Bud? Sure. Now, what program is it? Why, it's Fibber McGee and Molly. Charlie McGee? No, Fibber McGee, Bud. Oh, I guess I'm thinking of Charlie McCarthy, that other dummy. Well, thanks. <laughs> hmm. A fine welcome. Shucks, if everybody well, feels... Well, who's the telegram from, dearie? I'll see. 
Oh, it's from the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce. Mm. It says, we have been expecting you for weeks. Stop. Sure you will like California. Stop. When do you arrive in Hollywood? What? Hey, what do they mean, when do we arrive? We just left there. Well, we certainly made an impression, didn't we? Well, of all the goofy things I... Easy down there. Take it easy. <laughs> well, I'm glad to see you so happy, bud. But after all, this is a broadcast. Yahoo! <laughs> please, sir, please. It's nice to know you're so happy at having us back. Having who back? Where you been? What do you mean, where we been? You didn't know we'd been gone. What are you cheering for? I just happened to realize my wife's gone to the country. What am I doing in a broadcast? Let me out of here. Didn't anybody in Whisper Vista miss us? Uh, I missed you, Miss McGee. Oh, well, that's lovely. Fine, sis. Uh, who am I? I mean, uh, uh, I mean, do we know you? Uh, I'm the girl who did Miss McGee's hair just before she went away. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, remember, you forgot to pay me? <laughs> That'll be two dollars, please. Oh, here you are, sis. It's worth it to know you didn't forget it. Oh, I couldn't, Mr. McGee. It's been the longest three weeks I ever spent. We were gone ten weeks, sis. Sure. Well, say, there was somebody broadcasting from California for Johnson's Wax while you were gone. Yeah, we... Yeah, but I didn't think they were so good. <laughs> say, it's awful nice to have you back. Well, don't forget our Tuesday special, Miss McGee. Well, that's fine. This reception certainly warms the cackles of my heart, Molly. <laughs> Not cackles, dearie. Cockles. I said cackles. I think we're laying an egg. <laughs> I wonder if the sound effect man missed it. Hey, Noisy, come here a minute. Uh, yes, sir. Did you want something? Oh, nothing in particular. Nice to see you again, Noisy. What? Well, uh, we, uh, we just got back. Oh, did you? How's everything in New York? Dad, that we didn't go to New York. We went to California. And listen, will you do something for us? What? Next time we have an entrance, give us a sound effect of crowd cheering, will you? Oh, I can't. We've had all our crowd cheering effects to Hollywood. Why, we just left there. Oh, so so that's why they wanted him. Well, if you want a cat fighter... <laughs> well, anyway, Ted Weems will be tickled when I give him that next eye I brought him. Well, heavenly days, give it to him. I'm perishing for a kind word. There he is over there. Uh, hey, Ted. Come here a minute. Hello, Silver. Hello, Molly. Certainly is nice to see you back. Well, thank you, Ted. We really missed you. I'll say we did, Ted. And just to show you we were thinking about you, Ted, I brought you a... a, a Hey, you never wear brown much, do you? No, I don't. <laughs> well, you will now. Here's a necktie for you. <laughs> well, thanks. That's pretty swell of you. Is it all wool? <laughs> Is it all wool? <laughs> well, I say, every time you put a stick pin into that tie, you can hear it bleat. <laughs> Is it all wool? You like it, Ted? Oh, it's very interesting. What is it, foreign hand or bow? What do you mean, Toots? <laughs> well, it's too long for a bow and too short for a foreign hand. Where'd you get it? Uh, the label's on the inside. Oh, is it? Let's see. Oh, my. I don't see it anywhere. <laughs> he meant on the back, not on the inside. Now look what you did to it. Oh, I'm sorry. Brand new tie, too, wasn't it? Never been worn. Never been worn. 
Hey, Molly, I told you you were wrapping up the wrong tie. <laughs> Next time you go away, bring me a little automobile or something. Something I can't tear up. Why don't you tear up to the music stand there and play something? All right, we've got a nice little number for you. What is it? Happy birthday to love. Okay, Ted, play it. <laughs> from Hollywood, like we are. And having gone out there just like we are. Wait a minute. As I was saying, folks, being just back from Hollywood, we know you're all anxious to ask questions about the movie. What's that? Somebody's all a Twitter. <laughs> so, folks, Molly and me will try to answer any questions anybody in the audience would like to ask about the stars and studio. You see, we... Excuse me, uh... I have a question I'd like to ask. About the movies, Bud? No, about your radio program. Well, I'm sorry, sir. That'll have to come later. Just now we wish to speak about the movies. I see a lady down in the third row who seems to have a question, McGee. Oh, yeah. What is it, sis? Is it true that some of the stars are always fighting with the other stars? You know, temperament and all that? Why, yes, indeed. In fact, they have a man who does nothing but walk around the studio and patch things up. Yeah. They call him the makeup man. You see, folks? Wait a minute, Mr. McGee. Excuse me, ma'am. Oh, it's Silly Watson. Hi, Sil. What you doing here? Well, could I ask you a question, please, sir? Why, certainly, Silly. Go right ahead. Well, did y'all meet this here Mr. Step and fetch it out there, please? <laughs> you betcha, Sil. Why? How much does he get? <laughs> <laughs> Why, we don't know what his salary is, Silly. But he makes a lot of dough, Sil. Maybe a thousand bucks a week. Yes, but I... He walked. <laughs> a 
thousand a week, maybe. Maybe more. Yeah. Yes, Mama, I didn't know there was more. Thousand dollars for being the laziest man in pictures. <laughs> well, what are you scowling for, Phil? You don't begrudge it to him, do you? No, sir. I don't begrudge him nothing. <laughs> how, how much is three dollars into a thousand, please? Oh, about three hundred and thirty-three, Phil. Why? Three hundred and thirty-three. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Thousand dollars a week, and you give me three bucks. I'm gonna get me a book on acting. That man, he, he ain't three hundred and thirty-three times as lazy as me. <laughs> he ain't no step and fetch it. That man is going get it. <laughs> It's a good thing you didn't tell him what Bill Robinson made. Yeah, for only acting from his knees on down. <laughs> Why, if Phil ever saw... Excuse me, Fibber, but did you two play in that triple murder mystery? What triple murder mystery, Ted? Three men in a hearse. Three men in a hearse. No, but they tried to get me for the trail of a lonesome pine, but they were barking up the wrong tree. Uh -huh. They wanted me to play the heavy in Elephant Boy. Tut, tut. <laughs> I suppose you got the paving contract for 50 rows to town, too. <laughs> no, but we shelled all the corn for the prince and the popper. <laughs> you see, folks, me and Molly originally went out there to play the singing lovers in Love Me and the World is Mine. Show them, Molly, from our test. Love me and the world is mine. <laughs> Johnson, for the cars that shine with a hey, nonny, nonny, and a <laughs> Hello, Mr. Wilcox. <laughs> Hi, folks. Say, when I was out in Hollywood, I met a gorgeous blonde. And you know what she said to me? No. Oh, somebody told you. <laughs> that guy had been a little thinner out there. I could have got him a job as one of the wicks in the Emperor's Candlestick. Ah, <laughs> oh, that would have burned him up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hi, Perry. Molly, here's Perry Coma. Oh, hello, Perry, dear. Hello, Molly. Hello, Fever. Glad to see you back. Been away somewhere? <laughs> glad to see us back. Have we been away somewhere? Yes, we've been making a moving picture, Perry. My, I'm glad to see you, Perry. I'm glad to see you, too, Molly. Where'd you say you'd been? Hollywood, Perry. Well, where's that? Where? What? Don't you know where they make moving pictures? Sure, in our backyard. My brother has a swell movie camera. Have you been in our backyard all this time? Oh, <laughs> Listen, Perry, will you sing something for me? I'd love to, Molly. How about Blue Hawaii? Swell, Perry. Though <laughs> so I don't know why Hawaii should be so blue with all them hula hula guys. Uh, go ahead, Perry. <laughs> There should be love 
Come with me The moon is on the sea The night is young And so are we Dreams come true In blue of all And mine could all come true This magic night of night with you suggestion about some radio program. Please, bud. Please, you'll get a chance later on. Just now, I know there's lots of questions these people would like to ask about the movie stars in Hollywood. Uh, may I ask a question, Mr. McGee? Oh, absolutely, sir. Kinder, <laughs> what color makeup does Joe Crawford use? Well, I'm sure... Green, sis. You see, green is orthochromatic color, which when used with a purple filter over the lens of the camera, takes out the infrared rays of light, thus accentuating the ultraviolet vibrations, resulting in a lovely pink flesh tone. <laughs> now, for lipstick, Betty Grable uses a dark magenta color, which tastes a little bit like strawberry. How do you know that, McGee? Well, maybe it was raspberry I got. Excuse me, please, Chip. You shouldn't be giving away picture secrets. Oh, it's our agent, Mr. Optionberg. <laughs> Hi, Jaime. Hey, uh, maybe Mr. Optionberg can say a few words to people about getting into the movie. Sure, how about it, Jaime? What's in it? <laughs> There's nothing in it but goodwill, Jaime. You can't collect 10% on everything, you know. Well, I can always find. Ladies and gentlemen, crashing the movies is a hard record. The best thing to do is getting a good agent. A good agent can making picture people giving you a look and sometimes a screen test. A screen test is of utmost importance. Nothing can be doing with you for not having a screen test. A screen test is showing how clumsy you are with walking back and forth and back. <laughs> After screen test is where the agent comes in. And where agent comes in, everybody is walking out. <laughs> so altogether, I'm telling you, for your own good, the best way to getting in the movies is buying a ticket. Thank you. <laughs> now, folks, to get back to our work in the movie... Uh, I'd like to ask a question. Oh, about my part in the picture? Well, sis, I was both acting and directing. 
Directing is old stuff to me. Oh, I used to toss off, toss off a mean epic in the old silent days. <laughs> <laughs> Director McGee, I was known as in them days. Oh, my. Director McGee, the devil-may-care dialogue doctor for dirty desperados, dogey dowagers, dangerous dudes, and dandiest dopester of delicate dilemmas from Dodsworth to Donald Duck. <laughs> Now, when I was playing the part of a chef in Ladle for a Day, I was doing a burlesque of Little Red Riding Hood. I had to walk through the woods with a wolf who was carrying a bag of gold pieces, and a voice came out of the bag. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Money talks in Hollywood, this. You see, in this picture, I'm leading the way through the woods with this wolf who had on an admiral's uniform. Oh, you wolf in ship's clothing. Quiet, Hyman. You see, sis, this was supposed to be in the year 1665. Oh, it was a 17th century wolf. No, a 20th century fox. Oh. As I was saying... Hey, Johnny, tell me something, will you? You betcha, old-timer. What's on your mind? Hey, what's this? Uh, what did you wish to want to know, sir? Uh, about this May West gal. Is she educated gal? Educated? Well, offhand, granddad, I'd say she was. What? Well, I just wondered. I wrote her a fan letter in 1932, and she never answered. Sign my own name, too. What is your name, sir? Hey, what's say? What name did you sign, old-timer? Henry M. Seltzer. Seltzer, eh? Well, that explains it. There's always some little squirt bothering her. I always say... Hey, Fibber. Hello, Fibber. Hi, Molly. Welcome home. Well, thank you, Elmo. We're glad to be back with you boys, Elmo. I'll say so. How you been, Elmo? Oh, fine. What have you got to whistle? Well, I haven't got to whistle anything. I just like to whistle. <laughs> well, heavenly days, what will you whistle? Say it with music. Oh, okay, Elmo. Folks, Elmo Tanner, the shrill shrimp from Shreveport, will blow us to a number entitled, Say It With Music. Pucker, piker. <laughs> congratulate the winner in last week's trailer contest, sponsored by the makers of Johnson's Wax. The magnificent deluxe covered wagon trailer goes to Mr. W.G. Reese, 1620 Madison Avenue, Dunmore, Pennsylvania. We hope you'll have a wonderful time with your trailer, Mr. Reese, and we know you'll want to protect the finish and keep it beautiful with Johnson's Auto Wax and Cleaner. Winners of cash prizes will be notified by mail. to get back to our questions about Hollywood. I would still like to make a suggestion about your radio program. No. No, no, 
not now, sir. Later. <clears throat> Has anybody got any more questions they'd like to ask about the movie? Uh, yes, please. Uh, what is a cutter? A cutter, but is a big two-passenger sled with a horse hitched onto it that you run across the uh, snow. No, 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 no. I, I mean a cutter in a studio. Oh, uh, well, that's the person who decides what to keep in the film and what to keep out. Uh, some of them make very high salaries. Yeah, we call them the revenue cutters, bud. Uh, uh, yeah. Thank don't, you. Yeah, don't mention it. But getting back to Hollywood, folks. You think you ever will? Who said that? Well, uh, practically everybody. Speaking of pictures in general, folks, the producers all say that you can't get anywhere unless you have the right vehicle. Well, before you go anyplace in any vehicle, try giving it a gleaming coat of Johnson's Auto Wax. It'll be... Powerful. <clears throat> Will you quit buttoning in just when we're getting to the interesting question? Say, I've got an interesting question myself. What is it, Mr. Wilcox? Is it true that the movie stars keep their cars shining like new with Johnson's Auto Wax? Yes, it is, Mr. Wilcox. They certainly think it's great stuff, don't they? <laughs> yes, they do, Mr. Wilcox. Well, thank you, Mr. Wilcox. That's very, very interesting. Well, I'll see you, folks. <laughs> you hear that guy? Ten weeks in Hollywood, and he's playing dual roles. <laughs> oh, forget him, McGee. Go on with the lecture. Okay. Has anybody else got any questions to ask? I have a question. Oh, oh you have, eh? Mm -hmm. <laughs> the little girl has got a question, Molly. What's the question, sis? Hmm? I says, what's the question? What? what? I don't know. You're the one that had the question. Sure. Well, fire away. Fire what away? Huh? Huh? I says fire away. I mean, go ahead and ask us a question. Any question? Sure. All right. Well, go on. Hmm? I says... Dad, <laughs> ratted sis, go ahead with the question. You're taking up a lot of valuable time here. You had something you wanted to ask, didn't you? Sure, I did, I betcha. Well, all right, sis. Go ahead with your question. Well, Mr. McGee, you put on a radio program and you're in moving pictures, and you're even in the funny papers now, aren't you? <laughs> That's right, sis. Mm -hmm. What do you want to know about it? Well, about the funny papers. Yeah. Is that nice work? Oh, yes. It's, it's very interesting. It's sort of inspiring, working out that uh, feature for the Sunday papers. In fact, sis, I, I'm just wrapped up in the funnies. Those are garbage. Goodbye, Mr. <laughs> now to get back, folks. Can I make my suggestion now? Quiet down there. Quiet, please. We'll get to you later, bud. We'll discuss the radio show when we get through with the movie. You're through with the movies right now. Oh, is that so? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You think so, huh? Yeah. Oh, you, you do, huh? <laughs> well, all right. What is your suggestion? I suggest you make your radio program more like Jack Benny. Oh, yeah? Well, Jack Benny's off the air. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Ted. <laughs> two weeks left in which to enter the great trailer contest sponsored by the makers of Johnson's Wax. Don't miss this opportunity to win a deluxe covered wagon trailer free. All you have to do is complete this statement. 
I like Johnson's Auto Wax and Cleaner because... Finish this statement in 50 words or less, telling why you like these two superior products. A statement like this may win. I like Johnson's Auto Wax and Cleaner because they're so easy to use and do such a marvelous job of cleaning and polishing my car without scratching the paint. Or here's another one. Johnson's Auto Wax and Cleaner keep my car shining like new, even though it's been driven in all kinds of weather for the past five years. Mail your entry to Johnson's Wax, Racine, Wisconsin. This week's trailer contest closes midnight Saturday, July 24th. Don't delay if you want to win a magnificent comfort wagon trailer with electric lights, icebox, stove, enamel sink, running water, and two double beds with special springs. A trailer built by the world's leading specialist in trailer coach construction. Complete contest rules will be found in each package of Johnson's Auto Wax and Cleaner for sale at your regular Johnson's Wax dealer, auto supply store, garage, or filling station. Confidentially, McGee, how do you think our picture will be? Well, confidentially, Molly, is anybody listening? Probably not. <laughs> well, well, just between us, I got an idea, Molly, just a sneaking idea that I stole the picture. You what? I stole the picture. Why don't you wait till after the preview? They'll probably give it to you. <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. If you are not able to procure Johnson's Auto Action Cleaner, please refer to your telephone directory. Local offices of S.C. Johnson and Son in many large cities will be glad to give you the name of a nearby dealer. This is Harlow Wilcox, speaking for the makers of Johnson Wax at Racine, Wisconsin, inviting you all to be with us again next Monday night, same time. Good night. The selection sales music runs program is from the Music Box Review. This is the Red Network of the National Broadcasting Company. Thank mm-hmm. you.